Hey guys, I'm going to tell you something you probably already know. Your girl takes a little bit longer to come than you do, right? It's true. It's a fact, but you could totally fix that with Promescence Delay Spray. Their delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy that wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer because it doesn't transfer to your partner and it's not going to totally numb you out. And for your partner, they have warming gel that is my personal favorite. I love it. They also sell lube and condoms and sex toys. Just go to their website. They have everything you need for a really fun hot night of SEX. And today, just for listening to this episode, I'm going to give you 15% off your first order. That's 15% off all your promescent products. All you need to do is go to delayspray.com. Use my promo code strictlyanon15 for 15% off. Just go to delayspray.com. Use my promo code strictlyanon15 for 15% off. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. Not only do I recommend Promescent, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them. I promise you will not be disappointed. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, uh, you remain anonymous. That's why it's called Totally Anonymous, Strictly Anonymous. I mean, <laughs> I'm anonymous. My name isn't Kathy K. Uh, this is my voice, but what I do for all my guests is I change their voice and I change their names. And you could call me from an anonymous number. I don't need to know your name or who you really are. I just want to hear your real true story. So if you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you have a confession and you just want to leave that and it's super short, I have a confessionals hotline you could call anytime, 24-7. Call there. The number is 347-420-3579. Again, 347-420-3579. Eventually, I think I'm going to make episodes out of those confessions. I'm just gathering them right now. And I air them on my Patreon. So if you want to hear those confessions as well as see pictures of my guests, most of my guests send in pictures, especially the females, you could join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Now, speaking of my confessions, today I have on Kevin. Now, Kevin called up and left me a bunch of confessions. It was like one confession told in three different uh, calls because each one was four minutes long. And it wound up to be like, oh, my God, like a really long winded story and long winded confession that I'm like, well, I could get a whole episode out of this guy. And it's super interesting. When I aired his confession on my Patreon, people were like, oh, we need to hear more. Kevin has been in and out of prison on his last time when he got out. He went to a gangbang, met a girl. She wound up being the girl of his dreams and he wound up 
hooking up with her and getting into a relationship with her, even though like right from the get go, she started like cheating on him, even though he's a cuckold and wants to see her with other guys. She still was doing that behind his back and he was always catching her, but he still wound up even after all of that proposing to her and they got married, married. And then after they got married, like, you know, even though he he's dying for her to do stuff with other people, she keeps that under wraps. Their eventual, their re- sexual relationship eventually like went stale. It's not so great right now. And it turns out that now he's cheating on her and he's truck driver. He's out and about and he's cheating on her with men. He has a thing. He likes to be degraded. His girl also likes to be degraded. They did a lot of live streaming things. I'm telling you like the whole episode, but it's really more interesting to hear him tell it. He live he takes videos of himself with the guys. So he's lying to her. She's mostly lying to him. And uh, it's a big, crazy story. He's a little over the place. I tried to reel it in. It's kind of hard. I did at some points think maybe he's lying to me. I don't know because the story is all over the place. I don't, I don't know what you're going to think, but I feel like people are going to think things about this episode, right? People are going to want to talk about it. If you do want to comment on the episode and get into a conversation on it, go to YouTube. My YouTube channel is a place which I love because people get into conversations about the episode. Just go to YouTube, put in Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You'll find my channel. You could comment there. At the end, he does give out you know, uh, a place, a website, his username on there because he posts videos of himself with guys. He wanted to send me videos of him with his wife because, oh, she did have this like affair with the wedding photographer and they all had a threesome together. And he's like, I have video of it. You want to see it? And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm not interested in seeing any of that kind of stuff, but I know maybe you guys are. So he has that ready and willing and he's ready, willing and able to send it to you. So he gives a shout out with his email at the end. You're going to have to listen to, to the end to hear that. He does, like I said, give his email out at the end for anyone. If they want to email him, he will provide proof, quote unquote, of like what he's doing. Because him and his girl, like I said, they've live streamed a lot of things and they have he has videotapes of a lot of stuff. So make sure to comment on YouTube if you want. Make sure to email him if you want more information on his story and video proof to go with it. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Kevin. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm good. So listen, Kevin, I think I found you as you were calling into my confessions hotline and you left me some couple of confessions that I was like, holy shit, this guy, this is not just one confession. I need the whole story because I had a million questions after I heard. <laughs> Do you know what I okay. mean? Let's, not a problem. Yeah. Let's start off, okay, with you getting out of prison, okay, and then meeting your girl. I need that story because that's where it starts and then you take it from there. But start there, you know what I mean? And then tell the rest of the story. I know some things, but you're going to have to refresh my memory and tell me the long-winded story because I think the whole thing is pretty fascinating. Okay, so I got in some trouble and I went to prison. Yeah. I decided to move out of town when I paroled. So I moved up to Central California, a place that I've never been before, to start over. It probably, I got a little job and I was working and it's probably been about six or eight months now. I hadn't met anybody, haven't, you know, and basically I was lonely. So I was talking to one of the guys at work, you know, and he's like, well, he had a friend. She does like little gangbang sessions, you know, every once in a while. And I was like, well, 
he's like, if you'd be interested, you know, I mean, that's always a way to get, you know, to have sex, you know. So I was like, okay, well, that kind of interests me a little bit. You know, I've always been kind of fond of girls that are like that, you know. We went, he called me up, it was like a Friday night. He's like, well, it's, tonight's going on if you want to, if you want to come with me. Mm-hmm. So I think the party started at like 10 or 11. Well, we took off together and uh, we had to get a flat tire. So we were a little bit late by the time we got there. When we got there, uh, the door was open. We just walked in. And uh, it was like a little apartment complex in, in the uh, in the back room. You could just hear some girls getting it, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. So we walked back there to go see what was going on. And there was like a little tripod going on with the camera and like a little, I guess she was uh, doing a uh, a live stream type thing. Oh, interesting. Well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we get back there, you know, and uh, there's three guys with her and she's just getting it. And I still felt a little uncomfortable. So, I mean, I pulled my pants down. I was just kind of like watching, you know, my buddy joined in instantly because I guess he knows her. She ends up taking a little break after a little while. And we started talking and that's when I got involved and we started up again. And it was great. You know, she was a beautiful girl. We had a great time. But everybody, you so you just joined the gangbang, right? I mean, you had sex with her. Everybody did. Your friend have sex with her. I mean, everybody. Correct. It was a gangbang, right? Uh huh. Yes, yes. So she just so she was divorced. She's divorced. She has two children, and uh, I guess after her divorce, she decided to. Uh, it was a super vanilla relationship. She said, and, and she just wanted to find herself or whatever. You know, she got married at like eighteen years old. You know, and so now that she's divorced, she was able to go and just have fun. I guess. So, and she said she enjoyed it, you know. So, like, me, we all gang-banged her that night. There was one, two, three. There was five of us total. Yeah. Towards the end of the night, you know, people started leaving, you know, here and there. Well, my buddy's like, well, I'm going to take a shower real quick. You can hop in the shower after me. So, it was just her, me, and him. So, he gets in the shower, and her and I were just sitting there talking. And uh, I was just infatuated with her, I guess. It was probably probably the first time I've had sex in quite a few years, you know, because I was locked up, you know. Uh That probably had something to do with it, you know, not to mention, you know, it was hot. Yeah. So she, we started talking. I was like, well, hey, check it out. You know I mean, like, I just want you to know, you know, I respect what you do, but I also want to let you know that I find you hot. You know what I mean? Like, I would like to see you, you know, maybe besides something like this. And she kind of laughed at me, you know, I guess she probably gets stuff like that all the time or something. I don't know. But uh, before my buddy got out of the shower, she agreed, you know, okay, that'd be fine. So my buddy gets out of the shower and he tells me, all right, go ahead. I told him, well, I'm going to stay here for a while. You know, you go ahead and take off. She said she'll give me a ride home. So when he walked out the door, he tells me, hey, don't, you, whatever you do, you know, can't change your hoe into a housewife is what he told me. That was a little <laughs> saying, you know, yeah. and, he, and he laughed, he laughed at me, you know, but whatever. So he takes off and her and me, we hung out for a little while. We had sex a couple more times that, that day, throughout the day, you know, and next thing I know, I was sprung, I guess. I don't know how she would call it. Like you were totally into her. I was totally into her. She was into me, I guess, you know, uh. I mean, I I told her right from the beginning, I don't care what you do, like this whole gangbang thing, you know, like I think it's hot. I'm not trying to stop you from doing it, you know, Um, even if we started seeing each other, you know, like I find it super sexy. Yeah. So we started, our relationship progressed a little bit, you know, I ended up uh, moving in about, I don't know, maybe a month later to her house with her and her her two daughters. And then maybe a couple weeks after that, she had another gangbang session, you know, and I was there for the whole thing. I didn't judge her. I, we didn't talk about it afterwards. I wasn't trying to put no pressure on her or make her feel uncomfortable. But I guess somehow it did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was pretty much the last gangbang session that I was involved in. She never said nothing to me about it. You know, she just said she stopped him. I would come home from work late at night and I would find remnants of things that have happened. Um, so I approached her with it, you know. And basically, she said that she was she was going to continue doing stuff like that, but she want, didn't want me involved. And then that's how it went for a while. 
So she, had, I caught her cheating on me a few times after that, and basically uh, I consider it cheating because she was keeping it a secret and not telling me. Um, I would ask her, you know, hey, are you hooking up with other guys? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I just want to know, you know. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Well, I would come home and I find an empty condom wrapper under the bed or something like that, knowing damn well that we don't use condoms. Um, so I'd approach her with it, and we get in fights and arguments. So about a year into the relationship, I uh, I proposed to her um, at Thanksgiving in front of my family's house. Uh, she said yes. But is Maybe. it like, just, just quick question, just to yes. so that I could get all the story, because you're going like super fast, and there's like a lot yeah, going know. on I'm here, you know. Nervous and, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and like seven months, you know, you meet this girl at a gangbang, you fall in love with her, like you're dating her now, you have an open relationship, she could do this kind of stuff, but then she just like starts doing it and not really telling you about it. You catch her a million times, you're having fights with her all the time, but then you decide to. A year later, proposed to her. Is that the whole story? Well, she, okay, so so I I would catch on to little things here and there, and we'd argue about it. And then one day she tells me she just wants it to be just her and I. She wants to stop all that. So we decided to go on a monogamous monogamous relationship. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a few months, you know, down, and I love her. You know, she loves me. Um, well, at least I, well, she loves me. We're still married, so she loves me. Um, and I'm thinking it's a monogamous relationship. Oh, let me go back. So from the beginning, she told me she doesn't want me cheating on her. She's, you know, I told her that was fine. I don't mind. You know, I just don't want to be cheated on either. You know, like if you do it in front of me or whatever, that's fine. But she didn't want any girls involved in any sort of way. I said, okay, that's fine. Um, and I'm not really worried about that. You know, I've always been into two guys and one girl or, you know, if that was ever to happen. But I'm I'm satisfied with my, my one little thing I have. Yeah. So we're doing this monogamous thing and uh, I think everything's going great. I proposed to her. Um, she says yes. We're still having wild sex, or just her and me. Yeah. Some things. I, I, I'm thinking everything's good. We haven't set a date, you know, for the wedding, but we've talked about it, you know. And uh, then all of a sudden, one day, I come home and I'm outside doing something, and I could hear her talking through. And she's in the kitchen, I guess, and I hear her talking through the screen, and she's talking to somebody saying, "No, I. She hasn't told me about what happened last weekend with this other guy, and blah 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 blah." And so I just kind of pretend like I don't hear nothing and I wait for her to tell me she doesn't say anything to me. Um, a couple of days go by and I ask her about it and she says, no, well, I'm kind of butthurt cause I, I feel like, you know, she's cheating going again on too often. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So I tell her I'm done. You know, if you, you, don't, if you don't tell me the truth, I'm gone. I'm out of here. And she's like, this is the truth. You're crazy. She's trying to tell me I'm, I'm imagining things. And I tell her, look, I heard you through the kitchen window, you know, and I could see her facial, you know, expression change. I'm not who you're talking to, but you said, because during that weekend, she told me she was going to her cousin's house. Her cousin was going to move out of state and she was going to go stay over there with the girls night, have a little girls night. And they were going to drink, you know, get drunk and say goodbye. And well, kind of find out it was an ex-boyfriend she went and saw, made it to it when I told her I was going to leave. So she called my bluff. I started to walk away and then she told me the truth. I walked back up. I told her, well, then marry me. You know, if you want me to stay, then marry me. He's like, well, I already said I would. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com dot com and click on 
be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. I'm like, well, I'm talking like next week or the week after. So we end up getting married like two weeks later. We go to Vegas. We get married. So while we're in Vegas, I decided to, uh, we stay at the Trump Hotel. I hire a, uh, a photographer to come by after our, our ceremony to take some sexy pictures of her. Uh, none of our family came down. It was just her and me. Uh, we went to, uh, we did a little ceremony. We went back to the room. We had some champagne. And within a half hour, we were getting a phone call that the photographer was there. So we let him in. He started taking pictures of her, you know, it was going good. And he was like a, he was like a weirdo type. He was like, kind of like, looked like a tweaker kind of guy. So I really had no worries about him, you know, cause it wasn't her type anyways. And about an hour, maybe 45 minutes, an hour into the session, she tells me, babe, can you go downstairs and get me a pack of cigarettes? I need a break for a minute. So I tell her, no problem. So I get ready to take off and I start walking out of the elevator and I realize halfway in the elevator that the Trump hotel is a non-smoking you know, non-casino type hotel. So I'm like, wait a sec, where am I supposed to get cigarettes at? You know? So I'm thinking to myself, I could either do one of two things, either run back upstairs and act like a, you know, a husband that doesn't trust her, you know, from right, right from right from the beginning, or I could uh, go get the car and just go as fast as I can and go buy a pack of cigarettes wherever and bring it back to her. So that's what I decided to do because it's Vegas, it didn't go as quick as I expected it to. Um, I was gone for maybe almost 45 minutes to an hour, I would say. When I got back to the room, uh, I ran big, basically I ran up to the room as quick as I could, caught my breath before I walked in. And when I opened the door, they were sitting at the table, acting like nothing was going on. And so I brought her cigarettes and I started noticing little things like he had no shoes on. Okay, mm-hmm. His zipper was down and his like (laughs) but his his shirt was like tucked in but it was like sticking out a little bit to the zipper hole Mm -hmm. like that's weird you know and then i started looking his hair is not he had like super slick back hair it was a little messy you know and of course she was sitting there still naked she had her veil on but that was it but they were just sitting there talking so i'm thinking to myself like what happened here you know but they're playing it off like nothing they continue the session taking a couple more pictures afterwards he sends us the pictures and then next thing i know she tells me, well, what do you think? Do you think I should uh, thank him for his services? I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, like a tip-wise, I'm thinking. And she's like, well, kind of. And I'm like, I don't understand, you know. And she's like, well, basically, um, so let me rewind. So before that happened, you know, I kind of jammed her up. Hey, did anything happen before I left? She's like, no, nothing. You're crazy, you know. Why would you think something like that? We just got married. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I'm just tripping. So next thing I know, she's wanting to basically ask permission if it's all right, if she messes around with this guy, you know, like for a thank you. So I'm thinking, okay, I guess, you know, well, at this point we haven't even had sex yet. Like for, for my marriage, you know, we, and she wants to mess around with this guy. So it goes on. Uh, we all three mess around a little bit. He ends up fucking her before I do. Wait, now you go from like being, I know, I know. No, no, no. Okay. Listen, I'm like judge Judy. I told you, I'm going to back you into a fucking corner. If you're lying, I'm going to catch you, but let me just ask you this. Okay. Because you go from, uh, you know, you come back up thinking maybe she's cheating. And I have a feeling that it's right. going to go to a place where you catch it to the point where now you're all having sex with her. Well, so I didn't have sex with her. So she, 
she said she wants to mess around with this guy, you know, to thank him. Do I think it would be hot? Do I what I want her to do it? And at that point, I'm like, I, I'm really, I guess, you know, it's okay. You know, I, when I met her, she was getting gangbanged, you know. So I figured basically that when I first got together with her, I was hoping that's how the relationship would go. So if she wants to mess around with another guy in front of me on our wedding night, I'm thinking, well, maybe things will go back to normal or back to our, you know, exciting sex life again. Um, he's a stranger. We've never met him before. So, you know, go ahead, you know, if you want to. So she starts messing with him. She never has sex with me until after he leaves. She just gives me a blowjob while he was taking her from behind. But, uh, yeah, she invited him over. And next thing I know, I'm realizing that she's having sex with him before she has sex with me. But well, you just said she had sex big. with him in front of you. No, I she, mean, you knew that. She well, did. she did. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's, it doesn't click until during what's going on, like what's really going on, you know? What do you mean it doesn't so, click? She's fucking you in front of you. What do you mean it didn't click? It doesn't click that what I didn't realize or even think about her, that she's having sex with another man before we even confiscate or comp, what's the word? Consummate. Before we even have, <laughs> consummate our yeah, marriage, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, I guess I can't really consider a blowjob, you know, consummating our relationship. You know, yeah. But, so, but it's not that big of a deal at that time, you know, so things are, things happen, it's all done, he's packing up and he's leaving, uh, he's got quite a bit of equipment uh, and now I'm starting to think, I'm sure something happened before I fucking got there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm sure of it. So I told him, hey, do you want some help carrying this stuff down to the elevator? He's like, yeah, if you don't mind. So we carry the stuff down. We hop in the elevator and we're going down to the, the basement of the, of the hotel where he's, where he's parked. And I ask him, hey, uh, did anything happen when I left? He's like, no, why would you, why would you ask me that? You know, I'm a professional. I said, well, basically because she told me different. And I lied to him, you know, he's like, what do you mean she told you? Oh, you're calling his bluff, right? Okay. Uh Yeah, I figured that'd be the only way. Either I would look like an idiot and nothing ever happened or I would get the answer I was looking for. Yeah. So basically, I tell him, wait, look, when you were doing whatever, putting your stuff away, I jammed her up because I noticed your zipper was down, your shoes were off. Like there were some things that were out of place, you know, that made me think. And she told me, oh, yeah, you know, is that that big of a deal? You know, we just had sex with him right now. And so he bought my story. And uh, I guess that he recorded it, most of it. I guess he tells me as soon as we, uh, as soon as I walked out the door and the door was shut, she walked over and locked it and basically just went to town on him and like forced, not really forced herself on, but like she should, she should seduce him. Yeah. So after that happened, you know, he was like, she told him that she wanted him to record it, you know, and send her a copy. So he recorded it. I told him, well, I want to see the recording, you know. Uh, he had his copy, I guess, on the, uh, still on the memory drive or whatever. So he showed me. And it was pretty crazy. Uh, she was talking about, you know, she gets off on cheating on me and hiding it behind my back and how she's been doing it forever since we got together and, and I have no clue. And uh, that's just her thing. And that's why she wanted to fuck him so bad. Is that your thing? Is that your thing too? Like, I mean, it, does some part of that turn you on as well? No. I. So because I've been in prison, and so I've been in prison four different times in okay. my life. Okay, okay. Uh, and I've been married four different times now. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and I, I really <laughs> four for well, four. Realized, every prison stint yes. gets you a new wife. Basically, yes. Yeah. That's what I realized. Uh, uh-huh. When when you're gone, you're going to be gone for a couple of years. You know, uh-huh. if you try to keep your foot on the back of their neck to stay and to do all this and uh-huh. force them, they're going to leave. Okay. Uh, interesting. Either that, or you can uh, you can just say, hey, whatever happens, whatever your needs are, go ahead and you know handle your business. You know, as long as when I come home that, you know, you'll be, you just know that you're coming home to me. Yeah. Um, 
is a lot easier. If nothing else, you get to keep him as a friend. And even a friend in prison, you know, is a lot better than not having any friends, in, you know, when you're in prison. Uh-huh. At least you have somebody to write letters to or still call and talk to somebody, you know. Doing time by yourself, is it's a lonely thing. Yeah. And to answer your question, no. I So I've always told her and everyone else, I can get over anything as long as you don't lie to me about it. Tell me the truth. I don't care what, if you stole money from me, if you if you fucked my best friend, if you want to kill him. Just tell me the truth, you know, and we can work whatever it is out. You know, I don't care. Yeah. As far as being lied to, though, you know what I mean? That's when I feel like they think I'm an idiot, you know. How uh, many wives have lied this bad to you? Just this one or all of them? Two of them. Okay. Because it just seems like, because listen, I've, I, it just seems like this is like the one thing you hate the most, yet this woman is doing it to you from the get-go, you know, a lot, and you never leave. So I'm wondering if it's like a, you know, a sick pattern that you have that you can't get away from. And we all have stuff like that, you know? I mean, I have dysfunctional patterns that even though, you know, that I, I would love to stop and I could say I hate it, but it's always what fucking attracts me, you know? That I'm like, the one thing you hate is a woman that lies to you. Do whatever the fuck you want, but just just don't lie to me. And all this girl has done is lied to you. And you still, you know, propose to her right after, you know, always just trying to make it work. So I was just wondering if this is like, you know. I really think that I am, that I believe in true love. I uh-huh. think. And I, when I meet somebody that I like, I wear it on my, on my sleeve and yeah. I go all in. Yeah. Um, I've always thought maybe I would have a, uh, the little house with the white picket fence, you know, yeah. and the wife and kids. And so, like, if I meet somebody that's willing to get married, I'm thinking that, you know, our marriage, you know, we've talked about it, obviously, before, you know, I'll, I'll propose before we get married. And their their uh, interests align with mine, you know, close enough, you know. So I think, you know, that's exactly what they want, you know. And, and like I said, if I don't mind even if my wife is doing her thing with whoever or whatever, you know, in front of me or behind my back. But just tell me about it, you know. Yeah. Just tell me about it. Just don't keep me, don't keep it a secret. Let me watch. Let me see video. Let me see pictures. You know, let me, or tell me about it afterwards, but don't lie to me about it. Just keep it a secret. Cause you know, that makes me like, I feel stupid. I, I feel stupid in front of those people, especially if I know them or her friends. Cause I'm sure some of her friends know about it or something, you know? And that's the only thing I hate to feel is stupid. Yeah, no, I'm so, just saying, like, she did make you feel that way a million times, but you still wound up proposing to her, and she's still doing it to you, but is there some aspect of that that also turns you on? Because, listen, you know, you met her, she was, like, involved in a gangbang, you saw that, you were, like, totally down for her to do that. Do you like to see your wife with other men, or know oh, about it? Oh, I'd love it? to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. I'd love to. So you definitely and have I, that I, in I, you, too, right? You just want her to be right. straight up. Yeah. Right. And so, like, I'm a truck driver, and I'm gone, you know, maybe, I don't know, I'm home probably anywhere from seven to 10 days a month. Mm-hmm. So knowing the type of girl that she is, I told her right from the beginning, you know, go ahead and do your thing. Just yeah. tell me about it. You know, if, cause every, I mean, it's hard. We've only been married right now, 10 and a half, 10 and a half, 11 and a half months, about 10 and a half months right now we've been married. So, but before we married, I was still a truck driver. And I told her, look, I understand, you know, I'm gone and you have needs and blah, blah, blah. Um, go ahead and handle them. You know, just tell me about them, you know? And she's like, okay, but, I would ask her about, him, hey, have you, uh, no, 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 no. Um, and she would ask me, what about you? Are you cheating on me? No. She's like, because you know if you cheat on me, that's it's a deal breaker. I'm gone. Like, I know. you know, and that, I don't want to cheat on her. You know, I think it's, I have no problem staying with my wife, even though she's out there doing whatever she's doing, as long as I know about it, you know, even with the underlying rule that I'm not allowed to, you know. 
Do you want to know the one and only vibrator that I use when I want to get myself off? It is the Crescendo Vibrator by Mystery Vibe. It is the world's first award-winning, fully customizable, smart vibrator. And get this, it is fully bendable. That's why it's my favorite. You could bend it into any position, like a finger, so you could hit your G spot, you could keep it straight. It also has six motors that are divvied out throughout the whole shaft, so there are no dead zones. And there's an app that goes with it, so you or your partner can control it from wherever you are. Listen, everybody is different, right? Well, so is everybody. And that's why the Crescendo is the perfect vibrator. There's a reason why it has won over 20 international awards. And that's because it is seriously one of a kind. Just go to mysteryvibe.com and look at it. You're going to see exactly what I mean. And while you're there, get yourself a Crescendo and you're going to get 15% off by using my code strictly 15. Just go to mysteryvibe.com. Use my code strictly15 for 15% off. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code strictly15 for 15% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my show. Hey, everyone. If you are into celebrity gossip, then you need to check out the Rich and Daily podcast from Wondery. It is packed with laughs, okay? Host Brooke Schifron and Arisha Skidmore-Williams are both comedians. They happen to be best friends too, and they go on their show and spill all the celebrity tea. If something is going on out there and you need to know what it is, they're going to be talking about it, okay? They keep you up to speed on all the secret scandals and news in the entertainment worlds. I totally dig pop culture. I like being in the know and staying up to date on what is going on. And I like to laugh. And that's why I love Rich and Daily. And that's why you're going to love it too. So go check it out now. You can listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Thank you, Rich and Daily Podcast, for sponsoring this episode. A lot of the guys that I talk to that are like you or they do really enjoy watching their wife with another man, they don't necessarily, most of the time, a lot of them don't have that desire themselves to be with other women. Like what really turns them on besides, you know, just having sex with their own wife is to watch their wife with someone else, but not necessarily do they need or feel the need for that variety with women. What they get from their wife being with another guy is what is the real turn on for them. Right. So I never jabbed her up about what the video I saw. I just played it off like nothing happened. But then it got me thinking, like, why is she cheating? Like, this is so I don't consider myself bi. I don't consider myself gay or nothing like that. I have experimented and I decided, you know what? She's out there doing her thing all the time. Like, what is so good about it? You know what I mean? Why is she cheating on me? Like, but to get dick, you know, basically. And so being a truck driver, one day when I took off, you know, I stopped at a rest stop and I posted a little ad um, on Double List, and basically a guy came over. Wait, what did you um, say on the list? You go through your stories fast. I'm trying to get more details here. Let's slow I, down I a little bit. What did you say in your ad on Double List? What were you looking uh, for? Uh, married man, you know, looking for a. Uh, so I don't remember what it said. Something about married man yeah. uh, who, who had been married two months or something like that. Um, wants to know why wife cheats on him with cock so much. Um, if you'd like to come show me what it's all about or something, you know, I'll be at this truck stop or whatever. And so I got a reply back. 
it, some white guy showed up. He was a fat dude, just old, nasty-looking guy. Um, oh, okay. And and really, like, I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, this is not really what I'm on. I'm already not, you know, I'm already not turned on about it, you know, and feeling kind of weird anyways. So, long story short. Don't make a long story um, short, please. Just tell the story. Well, so so, yeah. so he's here, you know. Um, we talked for a minute, you know, and he's like, well, what, what do you want to do, you know? I said, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I kind of got scared, you know, at the last minute. So I told him, just jack off on my face, you know. And so he starts jacking off. And then, like, halfway into it, I was kind of into it. I told him to grab my phone and record it if he didn't mind. So he recorded himself jacking off on my face. And basically when he was done, he said, all right, thank you. And he left. Um, I watched the video and the more and more I thought about it, you know, I got turned on, but for some reason it wasn't all that, you know, I still wasn't attracted to guys or nothing. So maybe three or four days later, cause like I said, I'm gone for anywhere from two weeks, you know, three weeks at a time. So about, Three or four days later, I uh, hit another truck stop, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I posted one more ad, uh, basically saying the same thing. This time, a black guy replied back to me. Um, and when he showed up, you know, I told him, come on over. So when he showed up, he was completely different than this other guy. Uh-huh. He didn't ask me what I wanted to do or what I was looking for. He basically took control of the situation. He was dominating. And I was scared, you know what I mean? I didn't know what to do. And basically, if I didn't know what to do, he would... Uh, he would force, not force me into it, but push me into it, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was into calling me names, spitting on me, slapping me. He recorded most of it, you know, talking about uh, only if your wife knew, you know, and just went on and on and on. And he was the first dude that actually fucked me. Um, and black guys are usually a lot bigger than normal guys. So it really, it, it, it hurt quite a bit. Um, I couldn't take it, you know, but he basically held me down and, made me take it, which I thought was hot. Um, like I said, I never told him to stop, but you could tell that I was uncomfortable. And he still kept on. When he was done, he basically left. He told me to go ahead and give him a call if I was ever in, you know, ever in town again. And when he left, I sat there thinking about it, and I watched the video over and over and over. And I was like, well, maybe this is what it's about. You know, I mean, this wasn't bad. It was kind of fun to feel like that, out of control, someone else in charge. For the next, I don't know, two or three trips, I would get more and more involved in that situation. With that guy or just to random guys? Well, I, I messed, I hooked up with him two more times, but not uh -huh. in a row. So I get, so let me, so I get home after that session goes on. I don't mess around with anybody. Go home, spend my few days at home. When I packed my stuff to leave, I packed a, a pair of her panties um, and a little bra top of hers, you know, and brought them with me um, along with the toy, you know, a dildo. So on the road, I posted another ad, you know, I think, well, I think I waited till I got to him. No, I met somebody else in between. So I met somebody in between. I took some pictures of myself, posted them up on the, on the double list. Uh, another guy showed up. I think he was a white guy again. And basically it was garbage, you know, um, halfway into the session, I told him just to go ahead and jack off my face because I wasn't into it. Um, but I did dress up in the brawn panties, which made me feel weird, you know, um, and he was just all quiet about the whole thing. So I think I made my way to, because the guy's from Nebraska. I made my way from California to Nebraska. Um, I called him. He said, yeah, he'll come meet me. Um, he came met me. When he got to my truck, I told him it was unlocked. He came in, and there I was in the panties. Uh, but this time I had also written on my body with, like, a, a permanent marker, you know, like whore, slut, uh, just, like, body writing stuff on me. Uh, BBC-owned. You know, um, just stuff like that. So he walked in and he just laughed at me and basically took charge again, uh, did his thing. 
And uh, after he was done, I told him, really, you're the fucking only guy that makes me feel like this, you know? Like, I don't... He's like, we're not falling in love. I know. I just like feeling out of control. Um, so we hooked up a few more times during the next month or two. Um, I think I hooked up with another guy or two, but it just wasn't, it wasn't the same unless they were blocked. I liked the whole being degraded and, and it was fun. And it was fun doing it behind my wife's back. It made me feel like this is what she's doing, you know, and, and really like, it made me feel good to kind of get get backs, but without her knowing six months into our marriage. Um, I haven't messed around well, about that time. I when I stopped messing around with anybody. And we decide to, she decides to come clean and tell me some of the stuff that she's done. She still never admitted to about the guy at the, uh, on our wedding. She told me she messed around with two other guys behind my back and she wants things to change. She said that basically, cause we're planning on moving to Texas and buying a house, you know, soon, hopefully. And she's like, well, by the time we move, you know, like I want us to have a new start over there. And I told her, well, look, the way I feel is I don't want you to change. I just want you to, you know, tell me the truth. I want you to do your thing. Um, I want you to, you know, I want you, I want to go back to the gangbangs, but if you're not willing to do that, you know, just tell me about it. You know, that's all I ask. Just keep up, be up front. Tell me about your, uh, your, your experiences while I'm gone, because we both know that you're doing stuff while I'm gone. You're not that, you know, you're not that good of hiding stuff. You know, I found condoms under the bed. I found condom wrappers, you know. Didn't you also um, say you found out she was on seeking arrangements or some shit like so, that? That was when we first got together, yes. I uh, So I checked her email one time when we first got together, uh, and she told me that she wasn't doing anything, and I found her. I found emails um, back and forth with her and some Indian guy. Uh, they had met up for breakfast, and um, so I jammed her up with him, and come to find out it was seeking arrangements that she had posted herself on. So she supposedly put a stop to all that, um, and she tells me nothing happened. He came out and met her for breakfast. Uh, he gave her 350 bucks for breakfast and then he left. Well, I don't know anybody that's going to drive two hours and pay me 350 bucks for breakfast and then leave. Well, if they're going to fuck the shit out of her, maybe they will. Well, yeah, but she's saying that they didn't have sex. Oh, all right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's how far she'll go to to denying things, you know, like I'll find these, you know, she just, she will deny it. Even if, even if I walked in and caught her, she would deny it, saying that, well, there was no penetration. We didn't have sex. Yeah, I get it. Like, yeah, I know that type. Like, uh-huh. And I don't understand, like, why why the big change, you know? Um, I fell in love with her. I told her I fell in what love with her. What do you mean? There's, there's no thing. big change, okay? Sorry to inform you, Kevin. There's well, no her, big change. Her, She's been the same the whole time. But just, yes, yes. Well, I meant the big change from when we first met, you know, when she was open about it, to all of a sudden wanting to hide it all. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I met the big change. Yeah. You know? Recently, like I said, she said she wants to be just her and I. And I told her, well, look, I'm not wanting that. Um, I still haven't told her about the other guys that I've been with or about the guys I've messed with. I'm kind of enjoying having fun, you know. Um, and I really wish she would have fun, I told her. She didn't know about me, but I told her I wanted her to continue having fun. Um, I just wanted her to tell me about it. Um, and really, like, if she doesn't, then our, our relationship, I feel like, is going down the tubes. Her and I don't have sex anymore, hardly ever. Um, and if we do, it's, I come home late at night, you know, when I do get home and I might, as I'm holding her, you know, I, I fall asleep, you know, maybe, you know, stick it between her legs real quick and do my thing. And, you know, she lets me do that and then we're done. And five minutes later, 10 minutes later, you know, we're both asleep. Um, there's no love there. Um, I told her that we, we should, hopefully we have a spark that comes back into a relationship soon because if it doesn't happen, you know, I don't see a relationship, you know, lasting too much longer. And she agreed. And so I jammed her up, told her, look, I think you should uh, 
start start messing around with other guys again, but just tell me about it. You know, like if you tell me about it, that would bring you know at least I can get off listening to you. You know, listening to you, I can. Cause I get off on seeing her have pleasure. I get off on her dressing sexy and walking down the street or her me walking through a store, you know, and noticing other guys staring at her or she's always been up front. Well, I'm say always, she's up front quite often about guys trying to pick up on her when she's at the store or whatever, you know, but she says nothing ever happens. You know, like I said, um, so I told her, look, if you don't, I have a feeling that things are going to be all bad for us. You know what I mean? Like I'm ready to go as it is. I'm not happy in this relationship. We haven't even been married a year yet. And, uh, and she agreed. Um, she did agree that this time around that she would think about messing with other guys, you know, making me a cuckold. Because I told her that's basically what I want. I want to be a cuck. I don't want the vanilla relationship that we've been having. I got together with you, you know, thinking that our relationship is going to be wild and crazy. It's not. Well, you know. I mean, she did fuck your photo- the wedding photographer in front of you. I mean, how come you haven't set up more of those kinds of situations where you're there and you're with a guy? I mean, you put yourself on double list when you're away. Why don't you put yourself as a couple on double list when you're home so you guys could have that kind of male, male, female threesome that you enjoy, that you've had before with her? Well, because, okay, so basically because I'm not home always on the weekends. The girls' dad, they go, they go to their dad's house on the weekends, so Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, we, you we, mean we your, have plenty your of time kids, to play around. Your kids, your kids, her, her yeah. kids, her, her, her daughter's kids, yeah. So we can't do anything when her kids are around, obviously, because that would be wrong. So when they're gone, if I happen to be home and it's a weekend, then maybe I could hook something like that up. But we've talked about it. And supposedly in March, you know, we got married March 25th. So supposedly March, you know, sometime in March, in March or early uh, April, we're supposed to go back to Vegas. And I told her I wanted to hook something up, you know, some kind of gangbang. Uh, she said she'd be willing to do that. But things just haven't. I mean, this is real life. You know, I mean, we I was off this weekend, but we ended up going to the snow with the kids. You know, we told right. It's hard to set up, but you would like for her to set it up when you're away and maybe just do those kinds of things and tell you about it. And then you could get into it or get off on it when you come home. Um, But she just winds up doing it and not telling you like therein lies the problem. It's probably like she is banging other guys. The problem is she's just not filling. She's not letting you enjoy it, too. She's keeping it to herself. And and I told her I want to enjoy it. I told her I'd go as far as, you know, uh, becoming like a full fledged cuck, you know, cuck. Yeah. Um, when I leave, when I leave on the road, you know, I would let her put a, uh, a cage on me, um, and keep the keys with her. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, when, when I got home, she could tell me all about it. Um, she likes to, she used to like to have me not come. And so I'd get ready to orgasm and she'd make me stop. Uh, so we can go back to all that, you know, she go back to being, you know, I wanted to have her more controlling, you know, take charge of the relationship. Cause obviously, you know, Things the way with me in control, you know, things haven't been working out, you know, for us. They've gone the opposite direction. Um, and so she agreed to try all that, but it's yet to happen um, that, that I know of, that she's admitted to. Does she but know that you like we, to wear bra and panties sometimes? Have you ever brought that into your relationship with her? Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. When we first got together, she kind of messed around like that, you know, with me at first. And then she told me that she thought it was disgusting. 
you know, because it was my idea to bring it up, you know, when we first got together. And this is before I ever messed around with any guy or anything. We messed around. She dressed me up. And she told me she wasn't into it. Let me ask you this. You did say that early on before you hooked up with these guys while you've been married behind your back that you have fooled around a little bit with guys in the past. Like when did you hook up with guys? Was it when you were in prison, you know, or was it before you were in prison and just out and about, you know, when did that happen? So it was before, well, never in prison. Um, Mm -hmm. Before I would have got caught doing something like that in prison, it would have been all bad. Right. Um, So let's go back to my first wife. My first wife, uh, so when I got to her, when I met her, uh, we only knew each other for 12 days before we got married. Oh, you're a hopeless romantic. Well, so, <laughs> like a check. so well, that right there was a drug-induced marriage. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah, so when I met her, we started getting high. Uh, next thing I know, we're getting married. <laughs> and next thing I know, she's uh, she's having me dress up, you know, and she she's the one who turned me out as far as ever mess, messing with a guy ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, her fantasy was uh, having a transvestite have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hooked that up for her. And then next thing I know, she brought that a different transvestite home and she was messing around with them. And uh, I walked in and caught her. She wasn't trying to keep it a secret. Um, she kept doing her thing and told me to come over and join. We <laughs> messed around a little bit. Yeah. Basically, uh, he sucked me off. Mm-hmm. Um, I sucked him off. I wouldn't let him have put it in, inside of me. Um, he tried. She wanted to see that. I wouldn't. I wasn't down for it. So that's that's how I got turned out on messing around with guys. And we we messed around for a while. Uh, next thing I know, we got raided. We got busted. And we went back to prison and blah blah blah. Because of drugs. That's what you you're raided and were you selling? At that time, yes. Right. That's, right so that's right. what happened. We, we got busted for selling drugs. Is that what you've um, always been in jail for? Those four times? No. No. Mostly guns and stuff like that. Oh wow! And what did you do with the guns that you'd be put in jail? Like, I mean. So I would sell guns as well. Oh, okay. And just like uh, on the black market, like illegally, you were doing it. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so that's how that, my other ones got, but you know, got, that's how I got caught up with the other things I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. The drugs was only one time. Um, mm-hmm. And just to let you know, so all my wives have been drug free besides like marijuana and stuff, except for the first wife. She was right. out of control. <laughs> uh, and that's why you guys got a- busted. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun, though. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it funny that, like, sometimes you look back, like, because I don't drink. I'm a sober person for many, many years. But I really look back on my, like, crazy fucking times. Like, the craziest times of your life. Sometimes you're like, oh, those were the best times in some weird way, right? I'm sorry to say. No, they really were. Yeah. Yeah. So I happen to be listening (laughs) to one of your podcasts today uh, about the update on the gang. What's her name? Gang Gang Bang Bang Betty. Yeah. Betty. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to her and... uh, you were saying something like she was trying to hook up. Like, that's how I wish my wife was. I wish my wife was just like her. Yeah. That's what I pictured her relationship was going to be about when I got with her. Right. Um, yeah, because she's... What's great about Gang Bang Betty, and I think, like you said, what you what you were... What you like about her, it's just, she's just straight up, like, who she is. There's no... There's no complication there. There's, it's just like, this is what she's into. She's very clear about it herself. And she's really open about, you know, about it to other people, not to her friends, because she's not stupid. She understands how people are. People are very judgy. And, you know, that's why she calls into my show, right? Because she knows that maybe I'm going to listen to her, not judge her. But she really is clear of what she wants and what she's into. And she's straight up. But I have to say, though, okay, did you listen to Gang Bang Betty's first episode? I did. 
do you, so you should remember that at the end of that, that episode, it turned out that she was, she had gangbangs with her husband. He was a cuck. He was totally down into it. He was loved her being with other guys. And then when that sort of fell by the wayside between the relationship, she started to see a guy behind his back and wasn't telling him. Right. Right. And, and I don't understand why, how that happens. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I think that there's a, there's definitely, I don't know what it is. I don't want to analyze that. Let's get back to your story. So you're, so you would love like a girl, you know, what's hard is that like, you know, with your current wife and where you're at right now, it's no different than the woman who's dating, like the man who drinks too much and he keeps saying he's going to quit and he never does. I mean, you know, you're kind of trying to change her. I mean, she, you know, and she might not be able, like she just might not be changeable. I mean, you, she's just like one of those people that are like a, like a really like a, what do they call them? Like a compulsive liar. It seems like, you know, I mean, she just can't get out of the way of herself. I mean, if she says, if she, if you think she went right, she's going to tell you she went left. Like she does. she, She lies about everything. Right. No, she she really does, and and to add on to that, which is a part I never put in there because I didn't think it was going to be you know appropriate. But so from basically the beginning of the time since we got together, uh, and it's happened I don't know maybe half a dozen times since we've been together total. We dated for one two two and a half years. We've been married for about a year, so almost four years we've been together. Uh, during those four years, this girl um, you've been say, together four years. You just told me you're with her only for a year. We've been married for almost a year. Oh, okay. And we okay. dated. We dated for about a year, year and a half, two years, almost two years before we got married. Okay. Um, so during that time, I would say maybe five times, maybe half a dozen times, I've been approached by uh, different people uh, saying, "Your wife owes me money for pills." And that's another thing I've told her. Look, if you party on pills, whatever, that's fine. Just let me know. Don't keep it a secret. Um, most recently, um, another some guy came up to me. I don't know a few weeks ago and told me the same thing. And I tell them, all, well, I'm, I don't. Ex- I hope you guys don't expect me to pay. She denies it to me, and so when I jam her up about it, she denies it all. Um, I don't know. Yeah, how but she like I just said, it. I mean, like the bottom line is, is she lies about everything. I mean, and everything. that's a that's an issue. She's gonna lie about everything. You, I, I don't know. I think that that is like seriously because I I've known people like that. I feel like there couldn't be a worse personality trait than that because I don't know that that person can change I don't know what the fuck is wrong with those people maybe they could have five years of counseling and it could change them but you know those people that are compulsive liars that lie about everything and they can't be straight up about anything no matter what you say no matter you know matter you know it's that's just the way that they are I don't think she's going to change anytime soon. It doesn't matter what you say, what you tell her. She cannot be honest. So, you know, you might have to get to a place where you could either be okay with that and make it work to your advantage because you're a cock somehow and just get her to do more stuff with you and let her do her lie shit on the side. I don't know. But I am telling you, like, she's not going to stop lying. She's not. She's she's really not. And, and, And I have had that thoughts for a while now. In my own head, I've come to, you know, come to terms that it's just a matter of time before, you know, she leaves me or I guess maybe I continue to put up with it like I have been or I leave her. Um, in my mind, I want to leave her. Um, but it's hard. You know, like I said, I'm gone all the time. Um, so I'm only home a few days a month. Um, 
But let me ask you this, okay? And I, I, I listened to a lot of this, but I do know that you called me up a couple times and left me some messages. Right. They were some confessions. I aired them on my Patreon. Everyone's like, get that fucking guy on for a full show, you know, whatever. And it was crazy. And I right. remember your first episode, you know, when you told a story about uh, her getting gangbanged, in that story and in that confession, you did say, oh, you know, everybody was writing on her, BBC right. lover, blah, 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 coming in her face, all that. But then when you told me the story now, you told me that whole story, like in relation to you hooking up with a guy. So I wonder if, okay, Kevin, I'm just going to ask you. I right, wonder right. if maybe you have a little bit of liar in you too. No. Uh, so basically... I've always been into uh, fetishes. Yeah. Um, so when, when we got there, yes, she, she was written on, all that kind of stuff. And matter of fact, even after she stopped doing the gangbangs and her and me were having crazy sex, um, I would write on her. Uh, she would write on me at times. Um, and when you, we did those kind of things, we, we live streamed them as well. I am. And we did the, we did most of those things on live streamed. Um, yeah, tell and, me and about that. What do you mean live stream? So you, she was live streaming that gangbang. So now you know that she's into that. Right. So now what did you, so you guys did live streaming stuff. Where were you streaming on? Where do people watch you? Were you on cam soda or like, where the fuck does that stuff, you we know, were on camp four, we were on camp four and uh-huh. we did some other camp stuff on X hamster. Okay. Um, and if you go on to, uh, like motherless.com, mm-hmm. um, there's pictures of her, there's pictures of me on there. Mm-hmm. So I post lots of pictures, lots of videos of her everywhere, you know, mainly on, on motherless.com. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, so we've been, we've always been into the grading thing for both of us. Okay. Um, we've always been into, uh, she's into being choked out. She's into, you know, crazy stuff like that, being spanked. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and she, when I got with her, I've never choked a girl out. I've always been scared to, you know, to choke them. Even yeah. Just a little bit. Just because, what if she dies, you know? Yeah. Um, but being with her, you know, I've opened up, you know, a lot, and we've done crazy things. Um, but no, as far as lying goes, uh, no. Okay. I so it's just that that's it. It, right. But, Listen, I, I get but it, what's going but it on here. Me on. No, no, I it got it. Me on her being treated like that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's it what I get. I, I think what's going on I, here I with treated. you is that you're telling your story so fast, and you're right. getting all this stuff in that. You know, it you're you forgot about talking about the fact that she did that, and yet you're into that, and that's one of your fetishes because you're trying to get everything in. So I could give you the pass and not, you know, and say, okay, it's not that you're definitely lying. It's that that's something that you did with that guy way later because it's something that it was introduced to you with her, and it's something that you're into. I did a whole jizz quiz. I got to tell you that your confession and all that stuff that you talked about on that one did spur a jizz quiz on my Patreon because I'm always interested in the What's person that wants a jizz quiz is like, do you want, like I used to always ask guys, like, do you like get off on jerking off on a girl's face? You know, because I, and like right. as a woman, do you like it if a guy likes to jerk off on your face? And for you, you're a guy, you like that as well. I always feel like that, that sort of degrading thing. I would ask my guy friends because I always felt like a, it, this is my own opinion and I know that I'm not right, but I used to do these jizz quizzes just to find out. I was like, I always felt like if someone likes, wants to do that to the woman, if it's a guy and he wants to do that to a woman, I'm like on some level, maybe like he hates women because it seems like a very degrading thing for her. And then maybe the woman that wants to be degraded or the guy that wants to be degraded has some sort of issue, you know, because why would you want to 
to feel that way or and why would you want to degrade that person do you are you getting back at someone is it some sort of subconscious kind of a thing I don't know I always say I'd give unprofessional advice I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about you know <laughs> so I've, I believe I believe it's very degrading yeah uh, to get, to get you know use your face as you know it was like a cum catcher and basically uh but that's what turned I mean that's what was going on when I first met her yeah um so I mean I don't know why things would change I mean I I enjoy seeing her get all the enjoyment she can get. I enjoy seeing her being treated like a slut and acting like a slut. Um, I enjoyed, you know, her being degraded. And she was into all that stuff, too. Um, she told me she's never felt so sexy in her life when she was being treated like a slut. You know, right. just make mm-hmm. her feel sexy. Yeah. Um, but she so, also, and, and, I, I do think her stuff runs a little deep because, you know, it's one thing like you could listen to like a Betty, right? Gang bang Betty. And like, you're like, right. oh, that's my kind of girl. Because I feel like she has the part of herself that wants to go and be with a ton of guys and have all this sex. and just, But she doesn't have all this other complicated stuff where in that she's like totally lying about it and doing stuff behind your back and she can't be honest. You know, that's where it starts to go into like a, a different kind of place, you know? Right, right. Unfortunately. And- Unfortunately, yes. And and so, but I mean, like I said, she's lying. She's tricked me. At first, I thought it was going to be about our whole relationship was going to be like, like a gangbang session, you know, or in my head somewhere. I thought that um, I found out pretty quick that it wasn't going to be like that at all. She wanted a monogamous relationship. And so I bit into that, you know, for a minute. And then I realized that she was cheating on me. Um, <laughs> and she's gone back and forth, you know, every, you know, back and forth from, okay, we'll, We'll try the the cuckold thing to let's um, know she wants a monogamous relationship again. And I, I, I don't know. She has some sort of confliction with just being, you know, maybe you should tell her to listen to Gang Bang Betty's episode. Like maybe she just needs to be okay with what she's into. Maybe she has like some sort of, like I said, confliction with what her desires are and how she feels about it, like in her own morals, you know, and it, maybe she needs to be more okay with it or that or change. You know, she's, she's like playing both sides, right? She likes what she does and she, but yet she m- obviously doesn't feel right about it, you know, so she's got to get clear right. one way or the other. That's something so that she has to do. We were supposed to do the show yesterday or call you in yesterday and we postponed it till today. And I wrote in there it was because I didn't have people to watch our, our children. Yeah. But the real reason was because uh, she, I told her about the, you know, about the episode and how, you know, I got invited to, uh, to do the episode and I wanted her to join in with me. Yeah. Know, I thought she was going to be on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, cause I want her to tell her side of the story, you yeah. know, how she felt. Um, and she agreed to it at first uh, when I was doing all, you know, when I was filling out all the information, uh, but then at the last minute, she tells me that she just wants to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, that's going to make me feel weird and awkward, you know. So that's why I ended up canceling and saying that I said that you canceled um, the session because of whatever, you know, and you pick it up some other time. You send me a, an email with a new date. Uh, but really, she wanted just to listen to me. She didn't want to participate in all or participate at all. And I didn't I would have felt super uncomfortable during that situation, you know. But now she's not going to listen at all? But does she know that you're doing it today? No, she has no clue. Oh, so she's not going to know. You're not going to let her listen. It was either she, you would let her be on with you and you would do it together, right. or she thinks you're not doing it at all, and so you're, and you're not going to have her listen. I don't so, suggest uh, yeah. you have her listen to this episode. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I mean, really, if she listens to the episode, I'm, I'm caught you know, with messing around with the other guys. Yeah. Uh, she's always told me, you know, but in a weird way, I guess in my head, you know, so 
when these guys get ready to come on my face and they're recording me, which I try to have them record every time, um, I'll look at the camera and I'll dedicate it to my wife. Like, this is dedicated to you, baby. Aye, aye, um, aye. If, if it wasn't for you, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I don't ever plan for her to see him. I don't ever plan to tell her about him. But I do post him every once in a while on, like, motherless.com. What is motherless.com? Uh, I've never heard of that. It's like a sick, weird, twisted, they have twisted sexual fantasies on there. And it's just uh, another porn site. Like a regular porn site or more twi- like I don't know you're like sick and twisted. It's a it's a well they, fetish. It's, it's more it's a, fetish. It's a, there's a lot of fetish things on there. It's a yeah. free porn site. Yeah. Um you can um, they have cams on there. They yeah. got a, just like every other porn site, you know, but it's just called motherless.com. Okay, I never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And so you oh, you post your videos up there with the guys? I have, yes. Okay. Um and I don't ever expect her to find them, um uh, but if she does then the thought of that maybe she could is a turn on. Uh huh. Um, but I know if damn well if it came down to that, our relationship would be one hundred percent over. I don't know. This whole story sounds crazy to me. My, my, this this relationship is way crazier than anything I could ever imagine. Yeah. It has not gone in the direction that I would prefer to. Yeah. Um, if it went the direction that I'm asking for it now, I would be a cuck. And yeah. she would be doing her thing, showing me videos, or yeah. let call, let me call and just put the phone down so I can hear. Yeah. Or wait until I got home and told me all, tell me all about it. Yeah. Um, that would be my fantasy. Yeah. Um, I love this girl, and I wish things would would work out between her and I. Yeah. Um. So, and I see something like that maybe sparking our sex life, you know, up again. Um, it would definitely get me uh, more involved, and me wanting to. Uh, uh, be with her more than just when I get home at nighttime before I go to sleep. Um, like I said, we used to have fun when it was just her and me, even after she stopped the whole gangbang thing, you know, going on. Um, but then, I don't know, maybe the last four, four to six months, you know what I mean? Like, sex has been just blah between her and I, you know. We don't do anything fun. Um, it's turned very vanilla lately. Um, and our relationship is, you know, not going in a good direction. We fight constantly, and I would, I would think that maybe that would bring some kind of spark back, you know, if we brought it back to how it was when we first got together. Um, yeah, probably she, not. She, I she, mean, she's, a, she's agreed. Yeah. Well, she's agreed to it, and but like I said, it, it's yet to come. Um, and honestly, like you said, she's always going to lie. I'm sure, and I'm sure of that. Um, I'm never going to be. I'm never going to feel happy and content. Um, and she's always going to continue to lie. And I'm sure this relationship is doomed. Yeah, it's very start, difficult. You know? It's almost like you're torturing yourself, right? Because the one thing you want the most and your biggest fear is what you're just living in every day. You know, you have someone that you can't trust at all. I mean, that trust went out the window a long time ago. And you're always just trying to get that. But it's kind of like chasing the dragon because I don't know that you're ever going to get that. You know, women, men, we've all been in abusive relationships that don't work, you know, and sometimes those are the hardest relationships to get out of you know I've used the term uh, you know when I finally get out of them it feels like I'm getting out of prison you know you've actually been in prison I'm sure being trapped in a relationship where someone is always lying to you and you can't get the truth and you know it it is it's no it's difficult right it really is you know um I bought her sexy outfits you know quite a few of them within the last month I've yet to see her in one of them you know um, it's just, and it, it's, you know, it, it's, it's bad, you know, um, it hurts my heart, you know, that she 
is lying to me because I know she, I, I mean I know it the whole time. It hurts me. It makes me sad. It makes me try harder. Um, and maybe some sick twisted way, like you said, maybe that's what I'm into, and I don't realize it yet. I don't know. Yeah, you're um, also, but you, you can't take out of the story, and I, you're going to see people on YouTube. Well, this one's going to get a lot of people outraged because some people are going to be like, he's fucking cheating on her, too. Like, well, we can't forget about well, that. I, yes. I mean, come on. No. Okay, you're a liar, and I, too. And I am. I, you, you know what? You're absolutely right. Um, and honestly, I haven't done that for a while, but when I left my house this morning, because I left to go back on the road this morning, uh, when I left, I really thought about, it, is that going to happen this time? And I did not, you know, I, I really kind of, in the back of my head, have a plan that maybe that's what I'll do, you know, sometime within the next week or so, you know. just. Because, Let me ask you this. Why don't you tell her about that? I guess because I'd be scared of her reaction. I don't know. Um, I mean, if it was with a, if it was, if it was with a female, if it was with a female, it'd be a lot easier. No, it wouldn't um, because she told you straight, like, uh, you know, according to your story, okay, Kevin, you told me that well, one thing she doesn't want you to do is cheat on her with a woman. Okay. So right. that wouldn't be easier. I don't see how that could be easier because that's the one thing she said she doesn't want, doesn't fucking want. So because I could come clean with that and, and I could come clean with her thinking less of me, I guess, you know what I mean? Thinking that I'm, because she's always told me that she doesn't want to be with a, she doesn't want to be with a sissy. She, you know, that happened when she dressed me up and she decided to stop all that. You know, she didn't want none of that to happen no more. Right. It made her sick, made her disgusted. Um, right. So it's hard to come clean with that. Right. But I mean, so I'm just saying that, you know, she's lying to you and she's cheating on you. You're cheating on her. So I feel like until you guys could be more honest with who you are with each other, you know, you're going to have issues and that's why you've grown apart because you're not really, you know, I, to me, intimacy is about, you know, holding up the mirror in front of each other and just like really being you and, and, and becoming one. And that's hard to do when you're both living separate lives and stuff. But, you know, I have to end this because it's like already an hour long. I'm very curious as to what everyone's going to say about this episode <laughs> because it's, uh, it's a little crazy. The story's crazy. I'm very curious of what where you guys are at at the end of the year when I do my Where Are They Now episode. I, I can't wait to find out what's going on between you and your girl. I don't. Ha I hope you don't have a fifth time in jail. Like, you know, hopefully that doesn't wind up happening. And somehow you can make this relationship work or you could get up the courage enough to leave and maybe find somebody who's more you know, in tune, like gang bang Betty, <laughs> you know, find yourself someone more like her. No, I agree. Well, I thank you for your time. Uh, and I appreciate you putting me on your show. Yeah. I'm sorry that I was all over the place. You it's know, okay. Uh, Some people I, have that it's, way. It's just, it's just your way. Of, you know, type of person I am. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do apologize. Um, but you don't yeah. have to apologize. I think that's why sometimes when people like you call in, it seems like you're all over the place. So I think like, is he lying or whatever? But I just think like you said, it's just, your way. It's how you communicate. So right. uh, that's cool. We still got a good story out of you. Well, sounds good to me. And All right. I wish you a good day. So I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Right. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you wanna talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you wanna sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.